I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not. Unpopular opinion or not. <laughs> po' boys, the sandwich, suck. Period. The end. Hello and welcome to episode 135 of the Six Went Indicast, your final PAX East episode for 2023. <sighs> My name is Mike Taudreau. Tonight, once again, I'm joined by Kyle Stevenson. Hoi! Popped our boy over here. They tried to get me drunk. They got halfway there. Ooh. I'm in a good place. <laughs> have, since, have I ever seen drunk Kyle? You haven't seen full drunk Kyle. Tipsy Kyle. So Tipsy what Kyle. you're saying is you've given me a goal. Maybe. It would have been, uh, I would have been way less buzzed if I actually ate food before I drank. Yeah, I think that <laughs> would You just gotta get but I haven't eaten not since, eat at all. I don't know, 12 o'clock today? I had a sandwich earlier. Congratulations. Thank you, Harry. I'm very glad that you support me in my time. Don't touch me. <laughs> Harry Lazzini's. Be the better you. Be the better <laughs> Justin Hype. <laughs> and I think for the first time ever, Billy the Door? Hello. Hey, yeah. Bodor! Uh, no. Harry's trying to get Bodor trending. No. Billy the Door. Billy the Door. Bodor. Bodor. Hold the door! It's so good. For it's those that so are confused, it's not he's not good. actually a door. He's it's a human man. And he's great. very kind. I am also a human man. He's a human man, not a door. And also, door. Justin, at the putt putt place we were just at, carved Billy's name into the bar top. Well, <laughs> what? Yeah, now that I'm incriminated and they know where to find me, yeah, I did it. Come I, did, I didn't say the name of the place. They're, They're going to find this podcast. Yeah, the putt putt place in Boston. You don't know. Yeah, Bodor. Bodor. <laughs> have you not seen Game of Thrones? Game of Billies? <laughs> I, I have seen I've seen Game of Billies, I haven't seen Game of the Billies. <laughs> Game of Billies sounds boring. I can't wait till George R. R. Martin finishes the the Game of Billies saga. <laughs> George R. R. Billies? The Song of Ice and Doors. <laughs> I love it. The Song of Ice and Billies. <laughs> the Song of Billy and Billy. I feel like an Ice Billy is a drink somewhere. Mmm. An ice billy? Is it like an ice billy? Yeah, like you order like ice billy at I've seen the ice billy up in the I'll, go, I'll go back to that bar where you carved my name into it mm-hmm. and ask for an ice billy and see if I get kicked out. They just mm-hmm. point at the bar. <laughs> point at the thing. I'm going to make anonymous bill. emails once a year and shoot them to this bar and be like, check the bar. Build the door. Make a drink. <laughs> in a ransom letter format. <laughs> I'll, I'll just cut and paste letters. Like a ransom note from the old time. <laughs> oh god can you do um, that one more time no I'm not your show monkey alright I am my own man <laughs> Harry <laughs> are you yes I disagree well that's you're entitled to that wrong opinion <laughs> anyway the earth is flat uh <laughs> <laughs> So, um, that looks great on the, the school board there, Harry. Donkey Kong <laughs> tattoos just followed me. What? Yeah. Donkey Kong tattoos. Uh-huh. It's, it's just an account that tweets Donkey Kong tattoos. <laughs> Why? Like, that's an owl. That's not a oh, no, it's, it's an actual tattoo artist. Oh, okay. Okay. Big ups to you, Donkey Kong anyway, tattoos. Anyway, welcome to the 6-1-8. Uh, Pax East, it's done for us. 
How are we feeling? <laughs> it's been done friends for a while. <laughs> Fantastic. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Mike, as my boss, I feel entitled to tell you. God, what? Or obligated to tell you. Am I, tell you am I your boss if I don't? we don't pay you? Yeah, right. But we don't pay each other. Yeah, Full disclosure, know. yeah, we don't pay each other. Or nope. Whatever. Um, as my uh, colleague. Colleague? Can you just say whatever you're saying? Man, Pixel. <laughs> Let's get into Ethan. Let's get into Ethan. Is that what you're about to say? Ethan Winters. I'm drunk, everybody. Welcome to the last podcast ever. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna cancel us after this. Or sponsors that don't exist. Let's actually get into it. Oh, you have nothing to say now? No, I was just gonna tell you I'm inebriated, but I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think I got that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think everybody got that. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it carries well over audio format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid five minutes in. I think we're good. I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Especially when you started it yelling about po' boys. <laughs> Dude, po' boys are trash. I don't give a shit. Drunk or sober, po' boys are garbage. Hey, you know what is it garbage? Indie games? One time. Yeah, Excellent right. transition. Oh, Let's talk about games so we can log off. Uh, don't sound so confused, <laughs> Harry. Here. Before we get into the I games... I'm glad I fucking cut whatever that was off. It's a bit 30 minutes in the making. <laughs> uh, yeah, so how are, I know I asked this already, but how are we feeling? Good. Um, how we feel about taxis in general? Great. Good. This year? Very yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Sure. Hasn't been my favorite taxis from games I've played. Okay. Um, a lot of solid games, not a lot of like oh my god, I need it now. I mean, yeah. there's been a couple of those, but... Oh, yeah. I've had better PAX Eases, but it's still it's still up there, for sure. Yeah, I, I'd agree. As some, I've only been to three, <laughs> admittedly, but this out of the three that I've been to feels like a little bit... It feels like there's more stuff here to see, mm-hmm. but it also feels like the stuff here isn't as, like, like look at me. I it's, feel like it, I, you, I have yeah. to do a lot of digging. And not even that, but I feel in years past there'd be like we'd run into our friends and be like, "Oh, you have to go play this." Like that's how we played season. Like sure. I feel like everyone's like, "Oh, it's me to the hollower," and that's like the easy go to. But it's not like, "Hey, go to this corner and there's this really cool thing over there." Like last year was Yukio Station was a big one. I remember. Like, yeah. Like the hidden. The hidden. I gems. guess like I mean, there's some here. Like I've heard a lot about Slay the Princess, but I didn't get to play it. Full disclosure: uh, former Vicarious Boy, our client. Oh. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, not a lot over, like that are hitting me over the head. Of like, I'm bummed I missed out on it. Yeah. Right. And I did look at my notes just now from last year. Over four, over three days, I saw 35 games. Yeah. This year, over two games. Granted, two time is different. I only saw 20 different games. Yeah. So that that I thought that was an interesting fact. I just looked up. Yeah. Mm. I think I've averaged. Yeah, five to six a day. Five, yeah. yeah, five to eight, five to seven, five. But to yeah, six. there there wasn't like the, ex- wasn't as excited, right? There was no squish. Yeah, like of like us to yeah. line up to go play. And, and I feel like the the publishers, there was less big groups of them. There were very more individualized yeah. this yeah, year, yeah. like one game, one booth. Yeah, um, as opposed to like twelve games. One giant booth. Yeah. Like there was less giant booths. There's no thunderful where we could just kind of like go around the whole thing. Or tiny build and stuff like that. 
Yeah. To that end, I will say, with the lack of giant boots, it does feel like there's a lot more like compact mm. spaces mm. full of a lot more games. Yeah. But the thing is, it, 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 no offense to any developer, no, publisher, but not. a lot of it doesn't feel like there's as many standout. Look at me, like I demand your attention. Games, mm -hmm. with the exception of a few, which I think yeah. we've mentioned, and yeah. I think some of which we'll mention tonight. Absolutely, at least for me personally. Yeah, I think um, kind of going off the squish thing. I think we all. I think that is a. I don't know how to say these words right yeah. now. Jesus. Um, I've heard that there are games like a squish, like a multiplayer thing that we probably should have hit up. Oh, like, um, fair. like that Poltergeist game. Poltergeist. That Poltergeist. Uh, um, Capybaras uh, was another yeah, one. Yeah, we tried. That was a long line today. We tried to go check it out. Yes, yeah, so that was another one. They also yeah. have a Steam demo. Oh, okay. okay. So we should do it. Let's yeah. Oh yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, even like Justin, like I, I know you said you wanted us to go to Toxic Crusaders together, but like we didn't get yeah. the chance to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, mean, I feel like if we had the chance sure. to do it, I mean, that's we've fair. all been pulled in so many different directions as well. It's like yeah, I mean, for me personally, I've only I only played games on thir on yeah on Thursday. I played one yesterday. Yeah, this is like a different pack for you because this you is a very different pack for me. Yeah, a, a whole lot of it. Yeah, so like for folks who are unfamiliar, um. Yeah, PAX for me this year was kind of half 6-1 Indie, half, or I guess mostly Vicarious. Um, so it was just a lot of, like, taking meetings and uh, just chatting with folks and just, like, really uh, just a lot of talking, not a lot of playing, um, which I loved. I, I mean, honestly, like, I, I feel very fulfilled this PAX. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with the things I played. I hit the I hit the things I very much wanted to play that mm -hmm. I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple, like, yeah, I do wish I kind of went around the walls a little more and stuff like that, but I hit everything I needed to hit. Like, Animal Well was honestly my, my biggest thing, mm -hmm. um, so I'm happy I got that. Did you? Yeah. It's going to be something good. I'm so excited for it. I know, me too. But yeah, it was very different for me. And um, Yeah, just, and like, personally, games aside, I love hanging out with people I only know on the internet for the first time. Like Yeah, I mean, that's... Like Luke Lewis, right. getting to hang out with Jacob McCourt for a longer period of time, Ace of Green River... Emmett Watkins tonight, like, there's so many, Darren uh, yeah. Simmons, I believe is his last name. Yeah, Simmons. Like, just incredible people that I only know on the internet, like, introducing myself and saying hi to Janet Garcia was amazing. Yeah. Same. Even uh, my, probably my favorite moment of the weekend was, uh, because we, we talk about them all the time, and we love their library so goddamn much. Oh, uh, Toge. Toge, and got to meet uh, Shin and Jez from Chorus. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin came up to me earlier because Justin met with them today for an appointment, and I'm assuming you handed them a card and like they knew they knew you were six one indie. Yeah, and Justin told me that like they were asking for me personally, and they were like very excited that I was here. She was then... very eager to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this and... is my ground. I was like, yeah. I mean, he's like, wait a minute. And he I, like I was answering his question. And he stopped me. He's like, I think I'm gonna see him later. I was like, all right. I'm like, <laughs> And yeah, as soon as I rolled up, I like I showed my card. I'm like, hey, I'm Mike. And then he just like him and Jez just jumped up with joy and just gave me the biggest fucking hug. And like sweethearts. Oh my god, they're so fucking sweet. They're so just yeah. so genuine. And like yeah, you could. I'm so happy they are because like the games in the line, like what chorus has done and has achieved for years now is just like it's a testament to their attitude, their personalities, their just um, passion, and it really like just. Yeah, it really shows. And, uh, yeah, Shin just kept saying, like, wait, do you want to play games? I was like, 
I mean, honestly, like, I don't want to spoil myself on, like, Barney Lake or anything or Coffee Talk. I, I'm, I just want to hang with you guys. And we ended up just, like, talking for, like, an hour and a half That's awesome. at the booth. That's um, and I met Sarah from Toje and um, uh, a couple other folks that, you know, just following on the internet for a while just felt nice. But, yeah, that's my favorite part of PAX East. It just feels like one big family reunion. Yeah, reunion. Um, the games are a bonus. But, yeah, Absolutely. one big family reunion. It's, it's a trip being able to like meet and see people that you don't normally see or meet. Yeah. And be like, oh, there is a face to this thing, or to this entity, not thing. It sounds <laughs> very disrespectful, but I also think this PAX was a uh, more fun in a different regard because we went to a lot of panels. I was on a panel. We were all a couple. We were all a part of many panels. Harry got to unveil that he is a published author pretty soon, yeah, which is dude, fucking awesome. Yeah. This man. Can we, can we? Are you allowed to talk about? Oh that? yeah, no. I, I emailed now very. I emailed very explicitly like two weeks ago, being like, "Am I allowed to talk specifically about the book?" He's like, "Absolutely." So, okay. I, you are about to be a published author about Elden Ring. About yeah. Elden awesome. Ring. <laughs> That's wild. That is Adulting sick, at man. its finest is yeah, yeah. yeah. The imposter syndrome is like peak level. Living the dream. Yeah, because the whole time I was just like, they're gonna f and be like, you know what? You're actually terrible, and we don't want to have you at all. I'm like, okay. This isn't just like a mini piece either. This is like five thousand words of Harry. It's a chapter in a book. Yeah, it's a big deal. That's cool. Pat yourself on the back. Be sure to like and subscribe. Kickstarter coming up in the Yeah. I'm going to buy multiple copies, and you're going to sign every page of your chapter. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Yeah, genuinely. Like, My hand's going to hurt. I am fine. so proud of you. Yeah, and so stoked for you. Yes. And like getting to hang out with Billy, too. When Billy's here, about to talk games. Billy yeah. Dor, Bodor. Billy. No, it's not happening. It's not, it's not happening. Stop making fetch happen. Bodor. Oh, Bodor. <laughs> I really, I, I it has to happen. I, like, I can carve your name. I really like. What did you carve? You carved Billy the door, not Billy Bo the door. door. No, Bo door. Did you write the? No. Okay. I gotta have Billy the door. Let's see if there is a Billy the door on Twitter. No, let's go Bo door. Change on the podcast. Speaking of changing names, someone else claimed Billy the door. That Billy the door. Um. Yeah, kind of. Carrie just mentioned like the imposter syndrome stuff, something we constantly all deal with. Um, felt very. Uh, this is gonna be a weird way to put it, but I felt very validated this Pax East with how many people have came up to us, knowing who we were, knowing about the show. What yeah. a clout chaser, Mike is. I know. I, that's yeah. all. I, the longest I do it for. You know how wild um, it is. Which is funny because I went on a. I saw a panel about parasocial relationships. Oh, it was, no. very, it was so like we'll talk about more at some yeah. other time. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off or anything, but to hand like representatives the business card and then be like, "Congratulations," I'm just like, "Thanks," because <laughs> <laughs> I I wasn't in like yeah. yeah. You're part of the family. I'm matter. part of the family, but I wasn't directly involved in that shoot. So for them them to be like, you guys really killed it. I'm just like, yeah, they did. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it just um, it's nice to get the validation that we are on the right track and on the right path. Yeah, it's very cool and surreal. Uh, it'll never not be surreal. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sir Eel, you know what I'm saying? Sir Eel. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, eels with top hats. Very formal. What heel? What? Huh? Eels with what? Eels with top hats. Sir eels. The, oh, absolutely. The, Monocle, big mustache. The Adventures of Petey and Sir Eel. <laughs> Speaking of write that down. Write that down. Harry, write that down. Harry, that should be your next book. Speaking of eels. Petey and Sir Eel. Petey and Sir Eel. Uh, that book. might be a short story in the works. I think yeah. it could be a children's book about the the morals of being kind to each other and playing indie games. That's really funny. My book would be two sentences. Be like, don't be a jerk. <laughs> Have a great summer. You saved it there in the end. I know how to count. Uh, before we get into specific games, uh, I tweeted out before as I was like waiting for the lift. Uh, hey, final IndieCast is about to record. What do you want to know? Got some stuff. Mm. Yep. There's a lot of back and forth between fucking Jacob and uh, Justin. But about being choked. <laughs> yeah, about being choked. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, start with the big one. Keith Strubble asked, "What was everyone's game of the weekend?" Strubbles. I got is that a trophy say, room person? Yeah. Nice. Hi, Struggles. It Welcome. is the last game I saw. <gasps> okay. And Ooh. I don't know if I want to spoil it yet. Okay. Struggles? Struggles and Bits. Struggles and Bits. I At Struggles and Bits. I did not catch this. This went completely above my radar. Oh, I'm intrigued because I don't know what the last game we saw was. Time out. Um... Justin, are you thinking we're referring to a game called Struble and Bits? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. no we're it's talking a, about it's the, a human being. We're talking about Keith the, who just wrote in. The, the person who Bits asked the question. Name. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm a lot of gin and tonics in. I apologize. Yeah, we should have kept bits. it going. I know. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you just drop bits and Struble's is great. <laughs> Those bits? Oof. Uh, Justin, game of the show for the weekend? So... I know, we were getting the big question out of the way first. No, like, good. I was talking to Kyle about this. Um, I think that this PAX has been the PAX of things that I'm not normally into giving me a avenue to get into them. So, like, uh, we talked about um, Wildmender last night being a gardening game. I just keep thinking, like, yeah, this is the packs of, like, thing, you know, me getting into things I'm not, I'm not usually into. Yeah, like, getting jumped. Getting jumped? Jumped. Asking to be All right, choked. To be fair, anyone that's fixated on this, I did not say, choke me. I said, I bet you cannot fit your hands around my thick neck. And then you said, <laughs> and then you said asphyxiate my dumb ass. That was ten. That was last night. Sure. For clarifications, about last night. Tonight, I definitely said asphyxiate my dumb ass, but that's not about packs. So what's your game of the show? <laughs> my game of the show was Animal Wealth. Now, really? Yeah. I'm considering it might be World of Horror. Oh. However. An oldie but a goodie. They're kind of neck and neck right now. Like I said, this is... I don't want to go long-winded with this, but this You is, already are? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this, is, this is the packs of getting Justin into things he's not normally into with other aspects of games. Sure. Choke um, me, daddy. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Continue. Point is, um, Animal Well, really cool. We dove into it last night. I'm not going to go long-winded with it tonight, Correct. because if you want to listen about that, you can listen to last night's podcast. However... World of Horror is really fucking interesting. It is incredibly in-depth. I don't know if any of you got a chance to play it or sit down with I it. I played well, it years ago, yeah. So is this like, is this something that's been in the works? 
I think it's out in some way, shape, or form. Okay, so... I don't know if it's like an expansion. Is Kyle doing fact-checking? Yeah, I've, I've heard you. right now. So, I sat down for a 30-minute appointment today that went for an hour. Yeah. Um, I talked mm. to this man. All your listeners, I know you cannot see it, but I have at least, like, a paragraph and a half of notes that this man, like, uh, we spoke for such a long time about the intricacies of this game. It's not something I normally, like, dive into, but it, it's very systems-heavy. It's very menus-heavy. You're looking at, like, three or four different screens yeah. at a time. And it's, I don't want to say, like, visual novel-esque, but there's so much at play, and it's inspired directly by, um, I took notes because I am... H.P. Lovecraft? H, not only Lovecraft, I'm, I'm familiar with a lot of Lovecraft's work. It's actually somebody that I, I really enjoy. But uh, a horror author, I believe, from Japan called Junji Ito. Oh, yeah, it's a Junji joint. And um, this game is fucking bonkers. Really quickly, it released early access on February 20th, 2020. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's still early access. So I streamed I, it during lockdown. I, I do want to talk about this game more in depth later. Okay. I'm not going to like dive directly into the meat sure. potatoes right now, but I, I think my game of the show might be World of Horror. Okay. For as much as Animal Well really like shocked me as, with its presentation and stuff, it's something I'm definitely going to like, I know I'm going to fall in love with. World of Horror is something that has piqued my curiosity in a way that I didn't think would happen. This is a game that presents itself in a way that is allowing me to, you know, cruise down an avenue smoothly, genre-wise, that I never thought I would actually be, like, really able to digest and eager to digest at that. Mm. This is something, we always say, like, this is going to be something special. For me, I don't know if, you know, the... The general audience will consume sure. this like I agree with way that, that I'm yeah. experiencing it, but this is like <clears throat> as someone who loves Lovecraftian horror and like really intimate experiences, whether it be through literature or through games, this is something that really appeals to me in that sense. It's like this is this is intimate, this is slow, this is odd, and it, it really hits all those all those uh those themes for all you. those uh, stribbles and bits. All those stribbles and bits, baby. I'm sorry, Keith. <laughs> I love you, Keith. I don't, I don't know you, but I love you, uh, Billy. Yeah. So, um, just a little detail about me. I really enjoy like automation games, like uh, Satisfactories or Factorias. And um, my sure. favorite game that I played this weekend was called Go Go Town. I saw that. Yeah. It was. I think it. Uh, announced that future game show. Yeah, it was announced well. like two days ago. Yeah, which was very cool. Um, so they were like, "This is our, you know, first time showing it." Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like a Factorio meets um, Animal Crossing, where you know you you mine stuff, you put them in machines, and they turn into other stuff that you use to craft things. <laughs> but then you also have like villagers and people that you employ to like automate some of the tasks and things. And it was nice, you know, in the demo, there was, like, a little demonstration of, like, okay, you know, gather some trees, turn them to planks, do that, okay, get some rocks, set up a store, have a guy sell pet rocks, and then afterwards, they had, like, you know, like, alright, this is the town, like, it's, you know, you can explore a little bit, and they had a little, like, checklist of things to do, and and one of them was, high-five a cow. So I was like, I gotta find this cow. I gotta give him a high five, so I, was, I high fived the cow. There were some frogs in the area. It was great. Also, really enjoyed it. Cool. I love it. There's just some frogs. Um, Kelsey, uh, Kelsey's is Shumi Come Home. Shumi so, Come Home. 
So cute, so cozy, so funny. Um, Kyle. What? Yours. Oh, what? <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was in trouble for a second. I could say, I said, should we come on? Um, should we come on? Before today, I also have a change of heart. Mm. Before today, it was Nina the Hollower. Mm-hmm. Still fantastic. Oh it's amazing. God, yeah. I'm really impressed with Goodbye Volcano High. Yeah. Wow. I'm real impressed. Yes, there were some tech issues with the demo, like some voice lines not happening and some translation in the text, some errors of grammatical stuff, but whatever, that can be fixed. Um, the thing that I love about it the most, other than the amazing visuals and the rhythm in the game of it all, the narrative game where you have to make choices, I've never seen this approach before where if you have to make a difficult choice in Goodbye Volcano High, it's not a simple button press. Mm-hmm. You press it, and then you have to do like a set of like button configurations to really drive home that you're sure you want to make this difficult decision. So there is weight behind the hard decision. So if you want to say something like... Um, confrontational yeah. with a friend you can choose that option and then you have to input other button options to make that thing uh, make that line hold on make your character say that line is like, it like a quick time event where if you mess it up it makes a different comment uh, I don't think so I didn't I didn't I know there was like a timer where it's like uh, you know like mm. speed up kind of thing but it's bit. It was like the shoulder buttons, and then maybe some button mashing here and there. Yes, Justin. Is this something that you can backpedal? So, like, you mm. let's say you make the decision, right? I, I want to tell you something that I'm. I'm. I'm thinking I want to tell you. Please something. be careful with that, truly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I want to tell you something. Yeah. And then I go through with the action of telling yeah. you it as I'm doing this input. Is there something there that is, I can like? You can go back. So you can second guess yourself and then change your thought so process. So it's almost like you, you, the initial button press is, I think I want to say this, and, and you're executing and then, the action. That is, you making sure you want to make this choice and mm-hmm. then change your relationship with this person if it, if it goes that way. So, how, how much of a big deal is are those choices, the things that you the, said? Uh, the wonderful. Uh, um, uh, dev there that I was speaking to about the game, uh, they were very much keen of these choices make a big difference. Cue the fridge. Um, I apologize for <laughs> the fridge buzzing. Like, fridge on our end. From, from the point, like, fridge on the, our the end. first choice of the demo, I don't know if it's the first choice of the game, um, you're holding the yearbook, and if you're not familiar, you're a bunch of dinosaurs in high school. It's like coming of age story where they know the meteor is coming. Oh shit! Like so, how are they gonna live out the rest of their high school days, kind of thing? That's crazy. It's very cool, and uh, the choice that you make is you you burn the yearbook or you keep the yearbook. And I asked, I I chose to burn it because everyone was like, yeah, just get rid of it, whatever. And I asked afterwards, I was like, how important is that decision? And she was like, pretty big. So it will change some of the outcomes. Turns um, out, uh, the yearbook. Uh, shields the earth from the meteor. No way! <laughs> you could have saved all the dinosaurs. But it, it does a thing where, like, I chose to burn it, and then it goes eight months earlier, and then you backtrack mm. to uh, the main character, Fang, who's a nine, non-binary uh, pterodactyl. 
Uh-huh. He's in a band, and they're trying to get into the battle of bands, and they're trying to get an audition. This is a pterodactyl I want to meet. Oh, my God. The like characters are so cool. The voice acting is great. Mm. Music is cool. I'm really, really digging what co-op is doing with this game. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy that they they got um, everything working correctly, because they had to restart development. Yeah. And they asked about that, and they were very much like, they announced it two weeks later on the pandemic hit. And the team got overwhelmed. Mm. So instead of pushing through that because of the pandemic, the anxiety and everything, and having to stay home, they chose to take their time. I mean, so that is why they had to, they announced that it was going to be longer. I was like, absolutely, take all the time. I love that. Right. Yeah. And it's uh, it's great. And it's a great um, uh, game for queer representation because a lot of the characters are non-binary and queer. And it's pretty cool. It's good. I'm excited. I'm glad you're so high on it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it could have been, like, what it is. Could have been a mess. And it could have been a mess. Yeah. But, like, I'm so happy it's, like, it's hitting all the right notes. Yeah. What kind of genre is this? Is this, like, visual novel? Oh, well, like, narrative adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not, I don't think you're walking around the game. Right. There are. You're making, you're just making choices. And there's, like, Guitar Hero esque games. There's like, like music mini games and whatnot. Yeah, rhythm mini games. Uh, oh, I guess is is the band like a big focal point, or is that early just... on? It seems like okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they there's also like uh, they introduced their version of D and D that the characters are going to go play the weekend, and that's when the demo ended. Mm-hmm. Called L and L. There was some oh, and, and Leprechaun. Yeah, they uh, they also said that the one of the main artists from the anime Your Name did the art for the game. That's awesome. Mm. Oh, so that's why the backgrounds look so cool and the yeah, characters are pretty nice. Movie. Yeah. It's a real so pretty movie. It, keep it on your radar. PlayStation 5 and Steam. And I try to get a little bit out of what it was like working with PlayStation, but it was... Yeah, you know. We, we try. Yeah. I think we know. Yeah. But we then know. they did say that they're... On the PlayStation side of things, uh, it's hard for them to understand why they need to put focus elsewhere for promoting the game and stuff, which I'm, I found interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, my game of the show is Animal Wealth, but we talked it to death. Yep. It's, I mean, it's incredible. Harry, I am I'm more excited than, to hear what you're about to say. Oh, yeah, you I'm mean, excited to hear what you're about to say. You got to play for the first time today, right? Oh. No, you played a bunch of stuff. Well, Animal Wealth, I played, I thought it was fine. Okay, fair. Okay, fair That's enough. That's fair enough. Because, yeah, maybe I didn't get that far, but I thought the platform was really fun. I thought the art style was pretty. The music was rad. But until I see more, it just seems too simple. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's focused on exploration and, like, finding the hidden paths and stuff yeah, like, like that. Once I found the map, that made me more excited to explore. Okay. Because okay. at that point, I'm just like, I'm just traversing, trying to find, like, hidden spots. Cool. Um, but then once you saw the map and you're like, oh, there's plenty of I love how that cool. demo ended too. The the the, the curtains yeah. kind of closing, yeah, closes, uh, yeah. or or like the tunnel vision just yeah. closes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Madison was telling me at uh, I guess it was Pax West where they first showed it. Um, it wasn't a time demo. No. And they just like like they said I guess because it was like a more relaxed show. Um, before they, before. I'm sorry, keep going. Okay. Uh, this is the drunk Kyle coming out. Okay. Hey! Um, hey! hey it's confirmation. <laughs> we did it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we did Love it. To see it. Madison was saying like no, it's gonna be people random. were playing for like hours, like you could just like go. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah. and like every playthrough was like different. Yeah. Speaking um, of so no limitation. Like yeah, exactly. Uh, yesterday I talked about the whole demo thing about like yes. starting oh, the demo thing. Oh, that. Uh, I went back to it because I saw there was uh, short lines. And as I got closer up against uh, the same game, the Pixel Souls like I talked about yesterday, there was a little note next to the thing that said, oh, play as long as you want. The demo could be an hour long. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, if it hits an hour, I'm sure they'll kick them off. I was waiting there for close to an hour, and the same people were playing the game the entire time. And they were there before I walked up. So I was like, you know, I need to use my time wisely. Let me go. I realized they wanted people to play their game. Of course. Not the way to do it. And even media people behind were like, hey, can we make appointments or whatever? And they're like, no, you just have to wait. <laughs> nope. It's like, these people <laughs> probably played all day. It seemed like a full version of the game. Like, that seems was... bonkers to me. Not you want to get not many people to play it so people talk about it. Yeah, but it's like, it's not only from like a media perspective, but like, I... I... I often think about, like, we have a little bit of a nice time having to be able to make appointments. We get to yeah. go to a place at a certain time. And, yeah. and talk with them and interview yeah. them and stuff, yeah. And people don't, like, 99% of people don't get that experience. They pay a, a fixed amount of money to come to the floor. A lot of fucking money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, a lot of money that, yeah. And to sit in line, you think about it, like, doors open at 10, mm-hmm. floor closes at 6. Mm-hmm. That is what seven hours? Eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Harry's the math teacher here. <laughs> Audio listeners. I'm a gamer, not a mathematician. Yeah. I, I was waiting for you to be like, "How many hours is it?" And then I was going to be like, "Am I going to say the number?" You should say and the you number. Said You're said the math you... man. You are math don't, man. Don't touch me. I'm touching. <laughs> I digress. Anyways, an hour of time out of an eight-hour day for some people who spend X amount of money, an exorbitant amount of money for one day, it seems yeah. a little bit ludicrous. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. there needs to be Agreed. some fixing yeah. on that end. Sorry for that tangent. Sorry, I just wanted no, to say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, All right, Harry. What game is it? Oh. I thought Harry was waiting until like, the, the end of the podcast for some no, reason. No, no, no. no I mean, we go away. No, oh, I want to know. Go for it. Go so, for it. the name of the game is Doors Don't. Dordogna. Which, yeah, I pronounced Dordogna. it so wrong and they were pretty, I'm like, am I saying it right? They're like, yeah, that's much better. I'm like, okay. Dordogna. Uh, so this is a game that immediately struck me visually when I saw the art style a few days ago where, the, ba- the for the most part, the backgrounds and some of the items are um, hand-painted. So they have nice broad brushstroke. Bro- yep. Brushstroke. Brush brush yep, I gotcha. Where... The backgrounds like wonderfully like bled into each other, and it's really distinct and vibrant. And they do a really cool job of doing like almost like three D with paint brushing, hmm. um, with like pastels and everything. Hmm. But then the characters, for the most part, are three D animated, where they kind of look like that three D Studio Ghibli, hmm. um, with like the bright eyes and the really animated faces and postures and everything. And the premise of the game is you are a adult girl or woman where you're you're given certain things and they bring up the idea where you're given memories. Did I say my word? Just like, in my mind, I was like, "You are an adult baby." Yeah. <laughs> uh, where you're given memories in air quotes because 
like the way they phrase it sounds interesting. You're like, why are you, are you talking about? It? I'm giving you someone's memories. Um, but then you find out that the whole premise of the game is you going back and forth in different time periods as that person, seeing what occurred as a kid with her family dynamics, whether it's positive, negative, or relating to their grandparents or parents, and then how it's impacting you in your present day. So like you're playing as a 30 something year old, you go into a, oh yeah, remember this thing, like kind of like self-reflecting, and then you go into that moment for like a half, or not half hour, but like for a few minutes and kind of explore the area as that person in that moment. So it helps contextualize the past and the present and kind of dealing with all that as almost like young trauma that you don't realize is trauma as an adult. And you're like, oh yeah, that was kind of messed up. Or, oh yeah, that was a really good memory. Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. Preach. Uh, and like, I can't get over how beautiful it was and how it became, in, it kind of turned into like a sci-fi game where I thought it was just going to be like a, a sh- like a cutesy woosy little adventure. But now there's it's depth easy. to it. It was the first two chapters. I have no idea how long it's going to be, mm. but I was uh, completely in awe. They're hoping to have it as a summer release. And I, I, yeah, it kind of like... It feels like a summer yeah. game, 100%. And I'm like, yeah, this is like... If this hits summer, like I'm all about it, and I'm like, and I told the the person, the PR person, I'm like, I can't stop thinking about this game. It's so good, and I was just beaming. The music's great too. The little activities you do in terms of like point and click stuff and exploring a little bit, like I I, I was just completely gobsmacked about like, wow, like I can't wait to know more about this game. And I said that I'm like, please keep me in the email list because I want to <laughs> know more about this game. He's like, oh yeah, it's okay, uh, and it was fantastic. Like totally because now like Mike uh, Kyle said Nina was like top tier for me and then I'm like nah this this is top tier for me. Is Jordonia is out, isn't it? No, no, it's spring 2026. Okay. What? Yeah. What is the name of this game again? So D O R D O G N E. Is that what you were waiting for? Just had that. Jordonia. Yeah, Jordonia. This is what I made him laugh during the mini showcase. I just said that randomly. Jordonia. 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 Dordonia. Why is it slowing down? Do you have options? Dordonia. How 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 slow can you make it? Dordonia. That's a, there's only two options. Uh, I'll stop now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, also, um, if you go too far in that screen, it stops the paint. So then, like, it's Ooh, a white oh, background, cool. and I'm like, oh, I effing love that. <laughs> that's cool. Um, I totally forgot this game was here, and I really want to play. I but I want to it was it. so hidden in the their giant. It was hard to I didn't even I see it. Yeah. And like yeah, me, Billy, and Kyle were like, "Where is this booth number?" And I didn't realize it was like overlapping. Can, we, can we? Yes. Can we bring this up, please? It's the most. Are we talking about the numbers written on the fucking floor? Repop does like Comic Con. Repop. Why don't they do the same thing with the aisle yeah. numbers at the in the banners? You because you look like the biggest fool. You're like. All right, I have. I don't know how they're numbering. I don't know the scale. Even some factor. of the devs are like, they they want yeah. us to say, "Hey, meet us at this booth number," but I they themselves know. don't even know where they are. Like or it's... or it goes sequentially yeah. and then it skips a thousand and yeah, goes to twenty four, and you're like, "What what's happening?" <sighs> and like with Comic Con, it's so good. It's, it's so, so easy. Yeah. It goes from like what seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and then twenty four, and I'm like, "How yeah. the fuck am I supposed to know?" Yeah, like so, it's stupid. To, to, to go back, I'm not gonna go long way to This is just like one of those. Mo- it's a Justin moment, where it's like you're talking about the fucking the boots not being numbered sequentially. The boots. The boots. <laughs> I'm from Baltimore. Don't 
Don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> the boobs. Fucking, I, w- I would get, I had appointments that were back to back to back to back today. And I would get out of boobs that needed to be like, stop it. Stop it, stop fucking laughing at me. Are you doing that on purpose? No, I'm not. Oh. It's just my tongue. It's the way it works, all right? Ask your mother. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Anyways, it's fucking frustrating because they don't have this listed anywhere, and I'm like literally running down aisles looking at the fucking map and staring at the floor. I look well, like a madman because I'm like three, at my phone looking at the floor. Like <laughs> today was day three. A lot of those numbers have rubbed Faded, off. Yeah, yeah because people are fucking scuffing them on the exactly. floor. Yeah, it, it's a problem. Uh-huh. Please fix it. Please. I don't know who I need to They're ask. They're the same yeah. company at this Comic Con. I don't understand it. The only thing I can think of is maybe they can't put stuff. Like it is a but weird. They still hang that's things. what. I, yeah, that's why I'm like it's not. A good it's a weird layout. Yeah. Like there's not really like defined aisles. Like if you were like, yeah. you know. I would even take like, like at the beginning of the aisle like a little standee that says this is aisle. I also yeah, one thousand or something like I, don't, yeah. I also wonder how much of it is a product of like you know we've talked ad nauseum about how everything feels a little bit more compact this year, mm-hmm. where it's like there's way more games in a space than there was last year. It's always been like that. It's they never like that. marked aisles. To be fair, eh, it's my first yeah, time yeah. here. It's my first day out here. No, <laughs> no, I'm saying. Uh. I'm just going to rattle off these tweets. Uh, Joseph Moran, uh, I want you to know how proud I am of y'all. Oh, Joe. Oh, wow. Trophy Room get, uh, co-host fucking uh, just Kyle ignoring. does not care. He's just totally ignoring. Joe, I've never I'm sorry, we're... Wow. This is a very serious thing. We're trying to find the hotel key because I need to enter in tomorrow. Oh, who's the forgetful one now, Harry? <laughs> Joe, I've never met yeah, you. Yeah, what about Jeff? But I love you. Thank you. What do you say, Joe? I want you to know how proud I am of oh, all y'all. I love Aren't you, Joe. I miss you. I haven't podcasted with him in two weeks. It feels weird. Wow. Damn. It's been so long since I've Ah, it's in my pocket. Hey. <laughs> oh, wow. That makes me feel better today. Do I, I put it where mine is? Yeah. Now you know how I feel. I mean, granted, if you lose the key card, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, they uh, want me to return it. Oh, really? Yes. That's why I got this nervous. Like, I said, if you don't return the key cards, we're going to put you in a full Nelson and body you. Okay. Uh, Break your back? <laughs> it was very threatening. Anyway. You're going to blow my back. Jessica Sanchez asks, any fun surprises, gaming related or otherwise? Door joining me. Not would, being sarcastic. I would say World of Horror. Yeah. They're, like, I don't, again, not to be long-winded, but, like, this, this pack's really emphasized how much I let pass by me by, like, not dipping my toes into genres that I might not normally, like, take part in. And I was, like, really eased into it through games like Century, which we'll talk about later, and World of Horror, it's just like, I, it was really kind of like an eye-opening experience, because I, I, like, I'm aware that games are art, mm-hmm. I'm aware that, like, there are certain things that get presented in games that, like, you know, the reason we all love games is because it combines narrative with art, with interactive experience in a way that, like, no other medium really does, but there are things that I usually bank on, like, film or TV to present to me. And I got presented those things through video games this weekend that I've never really experienced. I'm like, holy shit. I've really been, me of all people, for myself at least, have been sleeping on genres. I wish I was sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Surprises? Game-wise, nothing really. I mean, Wrestle Story was a fun surprise. Oh, Wrestle Story was a fun surprise. surprise. Um, I I didn't get to play it, but I I watched it actively. No. 
Fun surprise. surprise. I don't think I told you I yet. Um, speaking of wrestle story, um, oh my god, I, hold on, what's his name? Um, Triple H. Second. TikTok Games. Austin. Steve from TikTok Games. Um, he listens to IndieCast. <laughs> like he's a fan. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. I don't know Hi, you, Steve. but I love you. We love wrestle story. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, that was a fun surprise today. That that was what my was that? What was end that of the show. What? Nah, it's just a moment between no, Harry and. No, uh, Did I say something wrong? No. No. Bodor. Oh, Bodor. Nintendo having a huge presence for the <laughs> card game. They had three well, major spots. They had the so Tears of the Kingdom for the yeah. tournaments, and then like a spot to, to take pictures with Mario and Luigi. Yeah, so oh, really? Wait, I yeah. They were all over the place. And yeah. I was not, and with all that no oh, tears of the game, I forgot to do the games. fucking pin. I have a question. Uh, I'm trying to buy one now on eBay. So it's Really? Like, yeah. How much? It's between 20 and 40. If I for get, a pin? Listen, for the time it would have been me to, standing to in line, line, I would gladly pay 20 There was no line. For the Legend of Zelda? Today there was nothing. Wait, wait, wait. Like towards, mean, the, towards the end of the day, there was I nothing. mean, I wouldn't have been able to, but no, I know. I'll pay 25 bucks. Did so Lego it. get anything presented this weekend? Lego? Lego? Lego. No. They okay. announced a racing game. Yeah. I knew that game. shit. I knew it was coming. Well, yeah, because they, they... I know. I'm waiting for their baseball game. I They're making a baseball game? I can't wait. Oh, is that I think there's going to be a sports game, for sure. Yeah. It's a racing game and a sports game, because they're collaborating with 2K, right? Yes. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of like any, anything else, but with Nintendo, like the friends along the way. What a weird fucking booth for Nintendo. Which one? It was giant for the card game. Is it? It was huge. Why do you keep saying card game? Are you talking about Pokemon? Pokemon. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Pokemon oh. card game. So that there was a Pokemon booth and then there was a Nintendo. Oh, booth. I, I mean that's uh, Nintendo. Wait, booth. what? No, yeah, the Pokemon Not, booth. The Pokemon trading card game Look, is. They have. Oh, that, that, I mean, that's fair. No, they Pokemon. usually have that cutesy witchy booth where it's like almost like a laboratory where it's like yeah. each section yeah, they do the, that packs you. They've the done it at Pokemon booth. Yeah. There was yeah. a separate Nintendo booth and the Pokemon booth. There was well, two separate yeah. companies. Yeah, the, 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 oh, yeah, fair. There was like, a Nintendo booth with like the. That's what I'm talking about. Where's the world? Where's the retro? I saw. I saw there were a couple retro. Right, like they're showing Super Mario Brothers for whatever reason, and they were showing like. Mario Kart and Splatoon. It, I, and yeah. I, it was like, I understand like yeah. they had their tournaments going on, but like... No, it was more of a demo have... of Nintendo in general because it, it was... The games that they showed were the NSO games. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're trying to market that as well. Did they have... It was very weird. Like their ceiling banners on it? Because like, no. I, I saw the Pokemon booth, obviously, that's like front and center when you're coming down the fucking escalators. I didn't see... Any sort of marketing or like branding for Nintendo specifically. It was right, it was next, right to next to Pokemon. Yeah, I missed it by yeah. a mile. Yeah. yeah, there was People right next to Pokemon. We're getting pictures with Mario. Yeah, I didn't see Mario like the man, the statue. Like, like Ma- I didn't like see any Chris like Pratt. Mario Chris Pratt character. Chris Pratt was yeah. at PAX. It's just strange to me that like this is the last. Well, no, I guess. Well, no, they're not going to do E3. No, that's This is the last physical show before Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. Pikmin. And all we got was a statue? Yeah. And, like, even, like, Pikmin. Like, I'll take... Yeah. Or even, like, recent things, like the Metroid Prime. Fan Wars. Well, I think they're going to promote Bayonetta because it just came out. And Bayonetta. Yeah. That's set to launch in September, though, right? Tears of the Kingdom? No, May. No, May. May. Dude, where have you been? I've been all over the fucking place here. You know me. Anyways. May? That was a surprise. Yeah, I guess, that's so. a, that is surprising. Uh, yeah, that is weird. My um, initial thought would be like they're gonna do something with 
summertime. Maybe like they they don't want to give yeah, they Zelda be... to the public before press gets yeah, to play. That's what we I mean, at. that was my thought also. I was like, maybe they because they they've been cagey about like the narrative and stuff. They don't yeah. really want to talk about it much. Mm-hmm. So maybe is there they a direct schedule for the next month or so? Nah. No, they'll announce it next Tuesday for Wednesday, probably. Yeah. Is when did the delay happen? Last year. Last yeah, it was last year. It was like somehow. October. I'm wondering if they like had something planned and had to had to like maybe could be. Final question from Twitter from Jake from Six Landy. How tired are y'all? Oh my god, uh, Jake. Ten out of ten. You want an honest answer? I'm so tired that I got drunk. Because if I didn't, <laughs> I would literally be blacked out from exhaustion. Tired? Like, yeah, it's like I've been I've been more exhausted. It's just my feet are killing me, and that's what's. It honestly it didn't hit me until I entered the lobby of this yeah. hotel where like I think because I know it's over, my body is starting to shut yeah. down. No, so that always happens. My yeah. feet got strength. Oh. Brain do not I, I nodded out you during a panel feet. today and woke up to Mike like rubbing my leg like you okay, but what's wrong with that? I mean, do I want to say No, that's it? fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah, that's I don't fair. want to talk about that because it's a little bit, yeah. But, like, it, it was, I didn't mean to. Like, uh-huh. I w- it was one of those moments where I was, like, I was watching. You've been a busy and guy. And then Mike was patting my leg, and I was like, wait, what? What's happening? I was like, oh, I'm in this fucking, I'm in this place. Yeah. Yeah. In this room. Yeah, it, it was strange that, like, even after, again, because my pax was very weird and different, but, like, after Thursday, I was fucking shot. And, like... Last night, I ended up working on my panel until 3.30 in the morning, and I woke up at, like, 7.30 in the morning to, like, start getting ready and stuff, because I had a, an appointment at 10 a.m. that I needed to get to. Rewind to fucking Thursday night? Friday night? Where, where I like, said, like, no, Wednesday texting, night. You're texting me at, like, 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're both, like, awake fucking know, working. working on things. Meanwhile, yeah. we have to wake up at, what, 7, 8? <laughs> no, like, we're at the train station at 8. That final no, panel no, was no, today. No, like, oh, yeah, the final panel was yeah, today. That was today. <laughs> that was today. Does it feel like it? What, it's all just a Well, war. you did write March 24th on it. Time is false. Is today March 24th? Did I? No. Really? Is it 5th? Yeah. Yesterday. That's hilarious. I figured someone would have told you because I saw Billy. I'm like, yeah, it's the 25th, right? He's like, I think so. See, and then I made the joke. You made that PowerPoint and it was not the 24th. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, that <laughs> was, was already the that was a good joke. Um, I mean, whatever. It, it's a ni- it's a nice little Easter egg. Sure. Another fun little surprise was the lamb costume. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my god! Because whoever was in that must have hated their lives. Oh my god! Yeah. Because they were squatting the whole time and like hopping around. That person had knees of steel. Do you think it was the same person all weekend? Or you think they? Had I I uh, I hope not. I, yeah, for their sake. <laughs> that person probably lost. If it was the same person all weekend, they probably lost like twenty pounds in sweat. That fucking thing. Uh, Jake also asked uh, just a follow favorite thing about this weekend um, I, I think just just seeing people hanging out yeah, yeah. 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 friendly faces seeing the homies I, I I can't emphasize enough how much I had like the genre wall blown down for me this weekend mm-hmm. you really are like just living your life with that <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal for me no it's like I, I'm it's very like, much it's fun to see like your mind blown by that yeah well no it's like the thing is like I, I've never been one to object to like you know switching genres but I'm very much like I, I have you my, like what you like I, I like what I like and I have my forte I know how to talk about the things that I have a lot of experience in but like I, and again this is like the third fucking time I've talked about this I'm not gonna go off about it but it's like it's interesting to be Pop like off. 
<laughs> it's just interesting to be like, what? <laughs> God damn it. I but said yeah. pop off so you can go. I know. Pop it off. I'm popping off, man. Cool. It's a cool thing. We'll talk about it. Speaking about talking about it. Speaking of talking about it, how about we talk about let's it? Let's talk about some games. Let's talk about games. Oh, man, I thought we were going to Now that we're an hour into this podcast, let's talk about games. Quickly, we'll talk about games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is 1230 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot to talk about. I still have work to do. Um, I'm going to write it on the train tomorrow. A game that I thought looked cool, incredibly hard to understand, Star Salvager. Billy, you played Star Salvager. I did play Star Salvager. I think I, re- I really like the idea... It's very cool game. Weird. It's it's, it's very hard. So you are like a ship made out of blocks yep. that can rotate, and it's like Tetris meets Space Invaders. Oh shit! Where you what collect the, the colored blocks to give yourself ammo, but once you collect them, they become a solid block, and then yeah, you make like a three in a row, and then the three in a row becomes become a solid block, block, and then you gotta get like. Three in a row of the solid blocks to then do to give you more block. It's very strange, and you can mm-hmm. rotate it. If you have too many blocks on them, they say spin real fast, and the blocks fly off. Interesting, but they don't disappear; they just go back up, and you can catch them again. Very strange. Mm-hmm. It, it, my brain is not wired to understand how to play that game. <laughs> As a Tetris fan, I'm very into it. I, yes. I did really like it. I was very bad at it. I think you just got to play it a bunch to, to get better at it. Yeah. So hmm. uh, Let me just go through the other ones quickly because they're, they're okay. I mean, other than Rift of the Necrodancer, you talked about it yesterday. You played it? I did. It's Dude, amazing. it's so good. Uh, I'm real bad at it, also, but it's fantastic. Also, being developed by TikTok Games. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we talked that about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, pretty great. Um, Moonlight Pulse uh, I had an appointment for. It's a Metroidvania Osmosis Jones ass game. Holy shit! I'm yeah. sorry. What? You remember Osmosis Jones? No. Yeah. 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 I, I know so the Jones. <laughs> it is a Metroidvania that takes place inside of a organism where you are fighting parasites. That's cool. And you're you're like a um, uh, a sand true looking dude as your okay. main character. Uh, yes. How much of a role does Drix play? Uh, none. Uh, but that you you rescue other characters and they become part of your team and you can switch party members and each have different abilities like the second one had a shot a water burst but didn't have a sprint um, there is no dodge I thought it was very interesting he uh, the dev was saying he wants the player to actually learn to move around the obstacles and not rely on a dodge for invincibility and mm. invulnerability like so like the the range attacks, he wants you to feel it like a bullet hell, where you have to like maneuver around the projectiles and stuff. Is this like a top down? Nope, it's a Metroidvania side scroller with so a map you, and everything. You like jumping and dodging? Uh, kind of, sort of. Dashes? There is dashes, but again, like you're gonna get hit and still take damage. Right. Um, it it was a fun time. It was in the Pax Rising area. Nice. Um, and then I also played Doomblade. Tell me about that. Oh, I didn't get my hands on that. So Kelsey had an appointment with who was that with? That was the same place as Strange Horticulture. Okay. After Kelsey played Strange Horticulture, the person, uh, one of the reps over there, was like, "Hey, you should give 
Doom Blade a shot. I think, like, generally speaking, I think it's going to be something special. Apparently, the demo was apparently like, pretty bare bones, but the vision is, like, something that's, like, quite ambitious, yeah. it seems like. Uh, they made it with keyboard and mouse in mind, but I played with the controller. He sure. was very keen. He was like, listen, keyboard's better. But you can play with the controller. People like that, I guess. So he was, like, very standoffish about it. I play with a controller. I still think it works well. It's like a fast-paced twin-stick metroidvania. So, like, you are mm. aiming at enemies, you press attack, and you zip to them. It's like a hook shot. Mm. Um, and you do, that is also how you solve puzzles, like hitting enemies in a certain way and unlock doors. Um, and, like, hitting obstacles to gather coins and whatnot. I think there's some abilities and stuff like that. It's very fast. It, and uh, it's one-hit kills, pretty much, oh, cool. from what I... Tell you or enemies? Uh, enemies. Okay. You have uh, hearts, traditional hearts. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I think it is pretty cool. Uh, I, I need to know more. I need sure. to know more of the map and if there's more abilities and whatnot. But more, more abilities. More abilities. More abilities. Bodor. Bodors. Bodor. Yeah, but it was cool. That's it. That's all I played. Cool. And goodbye, Volcano High, which I of course talked about earlier. Harold, um, one game that we didn't talk about yesterday was Demon School. Oh yeah, I had an appointment for that today, but I had another appointment that ran long, so I did not play anything. Well, that's today. a mistake because Demon School's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's top tier, and oh my god, it's great. That's up there for game of the show. Yeah, so like it gave it has like Final Fantasy tact no, like mm-hmm. tactics gameplay like Final Fantasy yep. with Persona vibes in a school environment. The gameplay is really satisfying where it kind of lets you plan all your moves. It tells you exactly what's happening each turn. And then if you don't like it, you can undo it, which is a fantastic... Have it undo button. Every RPG that's tactics or otherwise should have that before you lock in your... your If you played XCOM, you know you make a wrong move and you're screwed this time. It's so frustrating. Um, You can undo. The gameplay was really fun. What I I thought was really cool in terms of visuals is... It's a mostly 2D game, but since you are battling like demons and bad people, their characters, if they're that powerful, is 3D figures. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of saying like, all right, they went to another dimension, 2D to 3D, and they're trying to get into your world. Yeah. Is that a visual thing, or yeah. does that yeah. like does that explicitly affect gameplay? It does not. It, it doesn't affect gameplay, but like it gives you a heads up, like, oh man, this is some real poop. It's not just like it's going to be a quick fight. Right. Like, it's like boss-level territory. Mm. Um, and we opted for the boss... boss. Um, <laughs> the boss? The boss um, demo, uh-huh. uh, which focuses on the strategy uh, versus, like, the social interactions. And I definitely did too many unforced errors because I, I was still figuring out the rules of the we, game. We lost our healer very early. And yeah, I, mis- <laughs> I misunderstood the danger zones. <laughs> Because yeah. I thought it was only for the enemies. I didn't realize the danger zones was for everyone. And they I thought it was like, hey, if the enemies go there, like you're going to lose. And I'm like, okay, like, got to make yeah, sure yeah. you avoid that. But it's like, oh, no. Which, which does it. happen. Yeah. Because there like, are crawling demons. If they get to the other side, they open a rift and go to the human and world. They, and that's like a game over. Game, yeah. So I was so focused on that, I didn't totally listen to what they were telling us. But there's and, cool, like, team-up moves. If you plan it and, and you, you flank on either side, they'll team up with their attack and do extra damage. Yeah. Everyone has a special, uh, their own special and stuff. 
Yeah, and I think they said there's 15 characters for you to yep. choose from, uh, and we only play with four in a very early level. And so. I think they said you level up by actually like, doing the school stuff? Correct. So, like, yeah, like, you get XP, but, like, the level-ups and everything is, like, the social, not social, yeah. but, like, the more mm-hmm. non-combat-focused arenas. So that, yeah. that was cool. Um, and it was such a wonderful experience. Nice. Bad couch, though. Bad oh, couch. Yeah. Bad couch. <laughs> Bad couch. Bad couch. It was too low, and I couldn't get up. And Harry had help me out. Yeah. <laughs> and then we both like tweak our backs. So yeah. It was great. What? Uh, I guess I uh, I can do another one back to back. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I got a couple of them. Yeah, rock fire. It's almost one o'clock. Yeah. Shoot them off because I got I got. Yeah. So and Kelsey just texted me that the club up the street is batshit. So uh, I'm gonna have trouble getting back to the hotel. Oh no. Batshit. It's it's busy busy. Uh, um, capes. Um, which is at the Evolve PR booth, is a turn-based um, RPG where the premise, not that this is cool, is the, the, superhero yeah, the right? superheroes, but they lost 20 years ago. So now, like, corporations and bad people are, like, in the, in the lead. What's like that? Um, and the, the youth is trying to rise up and defeat all the bad guys, a.k.a. the corporations, and, like, um, trying to stop the bad guys from, like, just... Destroying all anyone who might have superpowers. Um, the art style is pretty interesting, where some of it is cart uh, comic book with like the panels and like the the, the blue dot red dot stuff. Uh, but then the actual gameplay is kind of it's it's three D. It definitely needs some work, and they said like they're not close to finishing, so like these are all temporary. It definitely shows, um, but the gameplay is solid. And once I got the the rhythm of it of like team up similar to being in school, um, it became a lot more fun to kind of highlight like oh this guy gets crystals out of his body kind of like um, Spike the X Men. Mm-hmm. Oh but yeah. But instead yeah. of spikes, it's like gems. Gotcha. Um, and then another one that teleports, and then another one that has telekinesis. So yeah, a little bit like on the nose on superhero stuff and like mutant stuff and whatever. But it was super fun to play. I hope it gets more varied and the story gets more interesting. But as the starting point, it was really cool. Uh, consoles? They, they they said the goal is everywhere, but they so can't yeah, comment on it. It's probably too early. Yeah. Right. I, I saw that and I, I forgot to ask for an appointment for that one. But that's cool. And then I can do one more before we jump. Is mm-hmm. Rightfully Bare Arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, arms. yeah, so I thought that was a super cute game where it's a... Also a friend of the show, Chris. Yeah. It's a bullet hell um, roguelike. I love me with those roguelikes. Yep. Um, where you play as an adorable like space bear, uh, and you're just pew-pewing as many things as you can in mini dungeons, we're going to call them, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty much just like space areas, either a ship, a planet, or whatever. Um, and eventually you get to a boss where you have to defeat them. As you go through the levels, you can get buffs, debuffs. Um, they call them gambits, gambits, mm-hmm. as well as abilities and then calamities, and which are like risk rewards. So the gambits are the the more you risk, the more you get back, and then the calamities are choose how you want the game to get harder after you die. Uh, so I thought that was a really interesting. Like they're looping in the gameplay as well as like, all right, now you die, cool, but like. How are we adjusting the gameplay for you next time? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. There was a lot of technical issues with the demo, so yeah. I'm holding full reservations on whether or not I'm super excited yet. Um, but they were like taking notes. They're like, "Yeah, this is a new, this is a new glitch. We'll write that down. We'll look into it." 
So I'm confident they'll fix it. Um, but yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, it, it's a good starting point where that I hope is improved on in the future. Yep. I think we mentioned it last night when we were talking about it. If we did, but I really like how the gambits make you invest your health into the move that you use. If you get out of the room or the situation that you're in, you get that health back. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's, it's, uh, I akined it to a uh, uh, deposit on a hotel room. It's like if you damage that hotel room, you don't get that money back. If you fuck up that move, all the health that you laid down, mm-hmm. you you put it on the line, you've lost it. Yep. And it's a fun, high-stake, high-reward kind of thing. Nice. I yield my time. <laughs> I guess that puts me up to the docket because I have a lot of things I want to talk about and I know we have limited time uh, first and foremost I want to talk about friends versus friends I don't know if anybody hey, got yeah. time to sit with that what's up? Hey, you say hey yeah hey yeah I have not played it but I, I am familiar with what it is and I know it, it looks fucking awesome friends versus friends fucking rips oh. yeah Period. The end. Really next fun. game. Yes, no. Next game. Really awesome game. Um, it's really easy to digest. It's really easy to understand. It's fast paced as hell. It's either one v one or it's two v two, and you go in. It's your typical. It's it's an atypical shooter. We're both gonna be in a subway, right? We both need to kill each other with guns. Ooh. But the thing is, <laughs> we have decks of cards. Those decks of cards can be used at any moment during the gameplay. Think about Halo. Except instead of doing the normal Halo thing, we have a whole slew of abilities that we can then use. But the thing is, when you use that ability, it's gone. So I can grow like four times my size and make myself extremely obvious in the subway stations. But the thing is, my health is also grown by four times the percent. Or there are cards that counteract your team. So you can use them and slow them down. You can put weights on their feet. You can prevent them from jumping. So not only can you use these things to give yourself a tactical advantage, like to increase your speed and increase your accuracy, but if you see somebody jump into, for instance, I was playing in a subway station, if you see somebody try to jump rails and they fall into the subway, like the actual railing part, you can tactically use your card that doesn't allow them to jump, all of a sudden they're stuck in this rail. So even if you don't like just literally just cap them to death, you can literally fall back like an asshole and just watch them as they get hit by a train. Or you can, in the 2v2 mode, you can there are like big head modes and things like that that you can use to increase the head size, big head mode, of your enemy team, but that afflicts the other team entirely. So both teams are immediately going to be, even if you have cover, even if you're in the best position, you're in a stairwell under a railing that's like blocked by this pillar that's blocking the subway, your head's just going to boom. Both teams, immediately, both your positions are given. People can go at you. The cool thing about this is that it requires strategy, not just FPS skill. It's not just dodge, mm-hmm. you know, strafe, get behind a pillar, blast them. There's wiggly little worm over there. <laughs> wiggly little worm. It's not just wiggly little worm movements. It's what does my deck look like? What can I use? How can I use this? There are even cards that block the visibility of the deck from other teams. So you might know what cards you have, but you don't know what order they're in. And all of a sudden, your team has blocked your like visibility of the deck for the entire round. So instead of being able to like sift through your cards in the middle of a firefight, which is a skill in itself, because this shit is fast. It's not like a Halo match or a Call of Duty match where you're like waiting 15 minutes, 10 minutes. This shit is over in two minutes. This is 
fast, frenetic combat, all cell shaded, but also like sixteen bit. So it's like this pixelated, mm-hmm. very stylized kind of comic booky thing that's like frenetic, fast, and strategic, mm-hmm. and it doesn't entirely rely on FPS ability, which I think is a big thing because I feel like that turns a lot of people off from like the shooters, and shooters shouldn't be kind of like gatekeep like that. It's a, it's a good thing. I, th- I think it's a good thing and a big step in like not only like party games, but like the ability to like not feel intimidated to hone your skills in a shooter. Sweet. So it looks yeah, really good. It uh, does. I think the demo's available on Steam. I, maybe I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but maybe I'll check. I'm not gonna lie. It was like lightning round when I was sure, there with yeah. Raw Fury because I was doing a couple games at once, and to be honest like my brain was shutting down so like <laughs> I do I, I'm bummed that I didn't get to spend any time with Raw Fury and Acapura yeah I really I'm a big fan of theirs both of theirs to keep on the Raw Fury train something I did get to play and I actually got to take notes on because it was a little bit faster than Friends vs. Friends was something called Superfuse yes really interesting game this is currently out on early access Friends vs. Uh, Friends no demo okay Friends vs. Friends no demo Okay, so one of the I was talking to him, I was uh, my rep, whose name I did not honestly take down or remember because I was literally just like brain rot to the maximum. Sorry, Rafiria, we love you. I apologize, I do love you, and you were such a great host, and you explained everything so well. I'm sorry, this is on me, not the company. <laughs> um, it's comic art style, cell shaded, super awesome. One of the greatest quotes: "You become the bullet hell." I like that a lot. Um, essentially, it's procedurally generated dungeons that come from a base. So, like, you're going to have your, um, I don't know what you call it, like, your, the Traveler isn't a home base in Destiny, but everybody who plays Destiny knows the, the Tower. The, the tower. tower, thank you. So, pretty much what you're doing is picking a skill, and you run with that skill. And you have these things called talents, which you can unlock, which is your typical kind of like RPG, kind of like, I'm, an, I'm a necromancer, so I'm going to be able to shoot this magic, but I'm also going to be able to raise this dead. And instead of unlocking more and more skills, which you do through your talent tree, mm-hmm. what you're doing is unlocking fuse, like fuses. And those fuses allow you to augment the skill more and more and more. So theoretically four of us in this room could play the same type of character, but by endgame could be operating completely differently. There's five of us in this room? I know, but it's a four-player game. Okay. So I said four of us. All right, I'll sit out. It's fine. <laughs> I would say, in that uh, scenario, who did you ignore? Uh, Harry, how much do you love me? Not enough. Harry. <laughs> uh, so it has your typical color-coded loot drops like Borderlands, like Division, like any loot and shooter, like your what? Explain your laughter. I'm very tired. Yeah. <laughs> I have, like, the division, I know. But it sounded like you said, the vision. The division. The vision. But it has color-coded loot drops, so, like, you have your greens, your purples, your blues. Everything has, you know, greens have two skills, blues have three, purples have four. Um, it comes into early access in January, full release by late 2023. Oh, this is not out in early access? I thought it was. Uh... Oh, no, no, it just came into early yeah, access yeah, in January. My yeah. apologies. I'm inebriated. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> it came into early access in January. They planned for a full release by late this year. 
uh, after like post launch, even with full release, they plan to have more characters, more acts to the story, and more game content, which they didn't really specify what that content would be, but that there would be more of it. Um, each class can be modified as you progress instead of getting new abilities, like I said. There's typical color-coded loot drops, four-player multiplayer, which is really, you know, emphasizes the diversity of what you can do as far as, like, fusing your talents. Um, one thing I found interesting, there's a Tetris-esque <laughs> aspect to the way that you apply fuses. Mm. So you have, like, a honeycomb skill tree. It's not like, I have this, I can apply this, I can apply this. It is literally, like, a plethora of hexagons and you might get a fuse that is three hexagons in this pattern. So how can you make that fuse fit into the shape that you already have? So depending on the, like, the build that you make, you're going to have to look at the way that it's shaped and figure out how to fit that into the geometry of the build that you already have. So sometimes you might not be able to do the thing that you want to do. And apparently like this gets to an extent where you are able to borderline break the game uh, they said that they actually had to like cap certain things because they were experimenting with things that actually made the game chug and like break and crash. Wow. Um, there are like duplicates, so like you can. I was playing as a technomancer, so I was like summoning these robots and also shooting these projectile spikes. So you can do these things called duplicates. There are things called on hit and on projection, or I don't think on projection is the correct term, but you essentially like I can shoot two spikes at once when I cast it. But once it hits you on hit, it will duplicate itself. Mm -hmm. Now you can augment that as well. As like not only can you augment the skill, but you can augment the augmentation when it happens. So you get into like this really deep, diverse kind of like augmentation tree with your skills. It's pretty rudimentary when it comes to the levels that you're doing. You have a hub, you have dungeons, all the dungeons are procedurally generated. But the skills and what you can do as a team is really where it shines. And I didn't get to play end game stuff and sure. see really what it looks like, but I can only imagine based off what I played. Yeah, I I have been watching it from a distance. It looks really impressive. I do want to uh, I want to give it a shot. I want to give it a shot with like multiple people. I, I agree. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to touch upon: uh, Trinity Fusion. Kyle talked about this briefly last night. Yeah. Um, super up my alley. Uh, we talked about how. Uh, Animal Well caught my eye from a distance because it's super neon colored and I was like, oh, this might be some cyber craziness. And it wasn't. It was a beautiful forest game. This is that cyber game. Yeah, Trinity Fusion this is, is cyber craziness. Um, I got to talk briefly with them because it was in between um, appointments. Uh, it's an action roguelite set in a dying man-made multiverse. Uh, it's falling apart. And Everything the, everywhere at once. Uh -huh. The quote-unquote architects have a plan for the destabilization of this multiverse, and that plan is you. Yeah. Uh, you're pretty much physically linked to alternate versions of yourself. Praise Bagel. Praise, hmm? Nothing. No, keep going. <laughs> it's a good reference. Thank you. Anyways, um, that's as much as I got narratively. It's oh. a wild-ass fucking game, and it is fast-paced, it's frenetic, it's violent, it's flashy, it's colorful, it's sexy, it's a fucking cool game. And it's out soon. It's out soon. I didn't get a date. I April thirteenth, it was on the Oh. Let's fucking go. April thirteenth. I, I think only I think only on Steam and stuff, but let me I'll I'll double check. Yeah, please verify that because I didn't get to speak to them as much as I would like to. I've tried to pop back in there like once or twice, but like appointments kept pulling me away. Mm. Yeah. What about Billy? What are you what did you check out? Uh, unless you're still going. Uh, 
have a couple games I'd like to talk about yeah. more in depth, but build. I think we might save the in depth ones for another time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. we're running. Yeah, roll. April thirteenth. Yeah, I'm also tired, so I will also be quick. Um, really loved Hellman Office. Hellman Office is really good. Yeah, it's super good. Very Hell cool. Of a, yeah. I loved I love Neon White, and it's you know more of that. So you know, really into it. Love the humor. Love the writing and all that world building, all that very good stuff. Um, <clears throat> another game that I like the writing of Russell Story. Yeah, very good. Um, it's got that you know Paper Mario type turn-based combat. Um, Sleeperhead of the show. Sleeperhead of the show. Agreeing. I was also I, I don't know what it was. I was I was very bad at the. Aha! So I'm not the only one. So there might be a delay or something there because must. like there must be. There had like maybe. Uh, you know, there's there's right. plenty of time for them to work it out. Um, another another uh, weird automation game that I liked was Astronomics. I think is getting that mm, right. Okay. I saw that out there. Yeah. Um, I think that was also announced a couple days ago. Um, what is it? I, I haven't heard that. So it's um go out to asteroids and you have a uh, little bot friends that help you mine stuff um bring it back to your ship and you know it's another like automation type game cool um and i think they said they're gonna have a next fest a steam next fest demo this summer so i definitely gotta check that out mm. um, we love a good next fest love a good next fest big ups next, next fest. fest is it is it spelled the way it sounds astro and then nomics? astronomics there's asking next fest <laughs> Mike. <laughs> well, next nothing's coming up for it. N E X T. I think it was like just announced. I mean, maybe they don't have a Steam page yet. Uh, that's true. Could be true. Actually, no. They need if they're giving if they're in that uh, if they're in Next Fest, they need to have a Steam page now because Next Fest registrations out the door. So astronomics. Yeah. Oh, they have a yeah wish list on Steam. A S T R L. N-O-M-I-C-S. That's yeah. just a regular word. Join the deep space gig economy. Yeah. There's a QR code there. here. Mm. QR code? Oh, there you go. No. Yeah. Um, I think those are all the big ones. I already talked about um, Star Salvager. Yeah. Very good. I want to I wanna, I wanna play more of it, but I'm, I'm very bad at it. What about Capybara? Oh, my God. Pizza Possum. Uh, yeah, <laughs> also just announced. Also just announced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? Don't contact me. I don't think any of us are okay. Perfect comedic timing. He's like, he's like, what about Capybara? Oh yeah, pizza possum. <laughs> <laughs> Possums, capybaras, you know, they're the same. But yeah, no, it was it was it was fun. Your little your little possum running around grabbing food. Hiding from uh, hiding from the coppers. Like you get like uh, power ups, disguises, um, toy bones that you can throw because all the police officers are dogs. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, and, and you know it's it seems pretty basic. So I'm wondering, you know, what else, like what uh, what other you know modes and things that they have. Hopefully, there's multiplayer because I can see that being a lot of fun. You know, playing against your friends and all that. But yeah. Nice. Those are the highlights. Nice. Wait. Why are you recording? <laughs> Matt, <laughs> taking the picture. Yeah. 
Just the word, the just the names, the the two. Um, I really want to talk about Barney Lake. I really oh, want okay. to talk about Century, and I would also really like to talk about Superfuse. But those are going to be you like already talked about Superfuse. I didn't talk about it in depth. I you didn't. It. You no. you that, didn't. You, that was you are you were rambling for three minutes per game. Like, <laughs> nah, I didn't talk about Superfuse. Okay, I talked about Trinity. We'll play it back about, later. You definitely talked about Superfuse. The game with the fuses and the honey. A lot. Yeah. No, that was. Oh, not Superfuse. Century. Thank you, you said. Century. And you, you just said, said Century as well. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is a six one eight. Listen, you don't know me. <laughs> conversations I had with Gary with Century, but I don't think I got to talk about like the actual experience I had with that game. No, you... Let's move on. Thank you, everybody, for listening <laughs> to... <laughs> now you guys know what I deal with. <laughs> you don't deal with anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to these three PAX East episodes and for whatever goddamn reason subscribing to this podcast <laughs> uh, if you stopped us on the show floor if you uh, said hi to us uh, you know you know, somehow interacted with us in any way shape or form this weekend uh, thank you so much we appreciate you and love you greatly um, love you a whole lot really really appreciate it you everybody just made this weekend so special and yeah legitimately um the people and the friends and just like the the random stopping in the middle of the floors uh that that uh that really makes packs special mm-hmm. um so thank you so much yeah. uh billy thanks for hopping on the first city yeah. 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 thanks for having me this was fun billy i love yeah, you Bodor. i love you too buddy stop mm. making it happen it's Bodor. So not gonna happen Bodor. but i love it <laughs> but i love you are you a fan of young Jesus? Just gonna talk about Jesus. Oh my god, I can't wait to take a shower. Let's go. <laughs> Goodbye. Young Jeezy. Uh, we're taking a break for a week. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. Young Jeezy playing at Harry's Elementary School. <laughs>